Welcome to the Triangle Gardener Show. We're your guide to enjoyable gardening in North Carolina. Our area is on fire these days. New buildings are popping up faster than you can count. And every time I venture downtown Durham, well, I discover a new building or a corner that's under construction. And what makes downtown work are the people who live there. It's been phenomenal, the number of people living downtown. But, and, and it's interesting is, it's not purely millennials. We have people from all age groups uh, living downtown. But it's fun at night, you'll see people walking around with their kids, you'll see kids, people walking around with their dogs. Garden Destinations made this story possible. It's a new digital magazine for travelers who want to include public gardens in their travel plans. Their website is gardendestinations.com. Now, on with today's story. With all this building, I was surprised to discover that agriculture is alive and well in downtown Durham, and it even has its own soundtrack. More on that later. Driving this change is an energetic group of people who are venturing into new areas. I talked with a young woman who's approaching the business of beekeeping in a very different way. My name is Lee Catherine Bonner, and I am the founder and CEO of a company called Bee Downtown that's based out of the Triangle. You come from a family of beekeepers, but you're doing something really different. These aren't your grandfather's bees, right? Yes, this is a little different. Um, I come from a long line of beekeepers. I'm a fourth generation beekeeper and uh, got into it when I was uh, working out with my grandpa and, and my uncle at our family farm. Um, took a beekeeping class when I was at state and just got really interested in it. And, um, you know, I ended up turning it into a full-time job after graduation. And I do the urban side of the beekeeping, and my family is more of the rural side of beekeeping. So it's a good mix between our family. <laughs> Talk to me about Bee Downtown. What is that? Yeah, so Bee Downtown is a company I started my junior year at State. And um, I was interning for the American Tobacco Campus in Durham and asked if I could put one beehive on a rooftop there. Um, the owner and... Uh, Vice President loved the idea, Michael Goodman, and he said, run for it, run with it. And you know, that was amazing to me that he let a junior in college have this whole project. Uh, so he had so much faith in me and, um, you know, was my biggest cheerleader, still is. And uh, he introduced me to Burt's Bees. Burt's Bees wanted a beehive. Their world headquarters is at American Tobacco Campus, too. So one hive turned into two, and the second one was a clear observation hive that's at their front door that's about six feet tall that has bees in it year-round that's free for the community to see. A six-foot-tall observation beehive in the heart of downtown? Oh, I ought to see that. And the folks at Burt's Bees were kind enough to give me a tour. I'm Paula Alexander, and I'm Director of Sustainable Business here at Burt's Bees. Paula, where are we? You're here at the Hive. That's what we call the Burt's Bees building here in the American Tobacco Campus. Um, it's uh, in the heart of downtown at the top. We always say at the top of the waterfall here in the ballpark um, uh, area. So it's very recognizable, uh, an old tobacco warehouse. And there's there's a real history to this, this place. You know, tobacco and agriculture was such a huge part of North Carolina and a natural purpose personal care products company, it just makes sense that, you know, we've come to this, this location. Tell me about the hive. The observation beehive. We call it the O-hive. Um, so it has 15,000 bees in it at the, the peak of the season. And in the winter, it shrinks to a very small number, you know, a few thousand, just keeping the queen warm. But we installed it in October 2014, and it serves as a symbol of, of what we stand for. And it's a great education piece uh, to help the 1.5 million visitors to the campus learn about bees and the importance 
uh, of what they, they do in our lives as far as helping provide us food, um, but also just as being an indicator species for the, the quality and the state of our environment. If you've seen Burt's Bees products, you might recognize their founder, whose image graces most of their products and displays. But Burt's face plays an important role in the success of the observation beehive. You see, the hive has a bee highway. It's a clear tube that connects the hive to the outside, and it exits near a window on the second floor. The problem is there are three identical windows on the front of the building, and the bees couldn't distinguish which window connected to their front door. Well, Bert, our founder, still uh, sits in the window um, as their marker, the target they need to find um, on their way home. We've got a set of windows all across the front of our building that look the same, but we found that, that they were needing to, to really hone in on that, that window pane, and the tube exits right there in front of Bert's face. So he continues to, to um, you know, grace our window. And even though he passed away last year, we felt like it was important to keep him there looking after the bees. While Bert watches over his bees, I went to the Durham Chamber of Commerce to see what else is growing here. Well, I'm Ted Connor, Senior Vice President for Economic Development. Been here at the Chamber for about 26 years. Uh, before that, I worked uh, downtown at City Hall for another six and a half years. So I've been downtown Durham since about 1984, seen a lot of changes in Durham, a lot of exciting changes. And really seeing the personality and the direction of this town completely change. Is Durham reconnecting with its agricultural roots? I don't say agriculture is going to be huge in Durham. We still have a lot of farmland, but what where we are seeing the changes in the, is the food to table, which a lot of people really emb are embracing now as part of that live-work environment is they also want that naturally grown, locally grown food. So we're seeing, I think, much more in terms of that industry. We're even seeing it now in the brewing industry. We have farms that are in Durham supplying nutrients to Fullstein Brewery. I mean, they will try anything in, 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 in their formula to see how it tastes. And if it tastes really good, they'll try it. Uh, Fullstein has been very, very open-minded in terms of what it puts in it into its trial drinks, its test drinks. And, and they really want to buy local. So what's great is a lot of the distilleries and the breweries are driven by uh, residents who want to support the community, and they're doing great in terms of, of wanting to buy local. Actually, I'm, um, there's another organization here in Durham called UDI Community Development Corporation. They actually have an urban garden going. They've committed totally to hydroponics, and uh, I think that's a wave of the future. We have actually seen in the last two years a couple what I call commercial-scale hydroponics projects where you're growing things inside in a very controlled environment, but you're growing things at a scale that's going to allow you to produce much more food on a, on a regional basis versus just a smaller basis. But that would allow us to have fresh vegetables all year round because they can grow it indoors. And the great thing is they're growing it using LED growth lights and obviously having a local company called Cree making this lighting. It's, it's kind of an interesting kind of an interesting twist that you've had got a company that's green and clean tech being able to marry up with the agricultural industry and you know, provide some products. Experimental brewing, hydroponics. LED lighting, that's pretty techy stuff. But Lee Catherine's bees use technology in their own unique way. And that brings us to the soundtrack I promised earlier. During an event at American Tobacco, sensors were added to the observation hive at Bird's Bees. Paula Alexander explains. 
so our observation beehive was turned into a pollinator synthesizer. Um, literally, the, the heat, the movement, the light, the temperature that was happening in the hive was turned into data, and that was turned into sound. So you literally could hear the soundscape of our beehive. This is the sound of the hive at 11 a.m., and there's a link to tracks on our website, trianglegardener.com. They're arranged by times, and you can hear the rhythm of the hive changing during the day. Lee Catherine assured me that her bees can find enough to eat in town. With a range of up to three miles, a honeybee can visit 2,000 flowers in a day. Durham recently became a bee city. It's an official designation recognizing our commitment to pollinator health. You can help by adding pollen and nectar-producing plants to your garden. We've also added links to our website, trianglegardener.com, to tools to help you pick out the right plants for your garden. Durham's known as a very foodie place, so I guess that means there's food for us and the bees, too. I'm Lise Jenkins, and this is the Triangle Gardener Show. We're your guide to enjoyable gardening in North Carolina. You can find our show on iTunes, and if you like what we're doing, give us a review. Thanks for listening.